A reading from John 11, 53-57. So from that day on they plotted to take his life. Therefore Jesus no longer moved about publicly among the people of Judea. Instead he withdrew to a region near the wilderness, to a village called Ephraim, where he stayed with his disciples. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, many went up from the country to Jerusalem for their ceremonial cleansing before the Passover. They kept looking for Jesus, and as they stood in the temple courts, they asked one another, What do you think? Isn't he coming to the festival at all? But the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that anyone who found out where Jesus was should report it, so that they might arrest him. This is the moment in the story where the chief priests and the Pharisees, they're on a war path to find Jesus. And yet they're having some trouble finding him. And uh, what I find so interesting about this historic moment in Israel is that the people of Israel, they're headed to Jerusalem for Passover. And they're taking part in these ceremonial cleansings to make themselves right before God. And the priests, they would have been the ones leading the charge on this, Mm. these religious practices. And yet they're trying to kill this guy, this one, who's the only one that can actually make us fully clean and right with God. The very ones that should have understood Jesus and pointed the people to him are searching him out to arrest him and kill him. Mm. And I think this is a good reminder for those of us that have been Christians for some time. Uh, It's easy to become prideful or become so uh, wound up or centered on religious practices that we tend to actually miss out on what our faith is all about, and that's Jesus himself. Do you think uh, in our own times, in our own country, in our own communities, we're still trying to kill Jesus? Hmm. Yeah, that's a great question, Eric. I think, you know, I've been really pondering this idea lately of Jesus Christ, this idea of Jesus Christ. Oftentimes we think Christ is his last name. (laughs) Uh, That's not actually his last name. That's a title, right? Christos. And that Greek word Christos, it comes from the word Messiah, which means anointed one. And, you know, I've been thinking about this concept of Jesus, not as Savior, but Jesus as Lord or as anointed one or as king. And as I've been thinking about it, I've been reading some passages. And one of them that stands out to me that I think I've been reading incorrectly for some time is is Romans 10, 9 and 10, which says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. In other words, he's king and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, then you'll be saved. And, and, you know, I, I get the believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. But that first phrase if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. You know, as as I've started to dive in on this, what I realize is that Paul, he's really kind of of depicting an image here of a king, right, in his palace, and he's seated on the throne. And it's as if the king is holding out the scepter and he's asking us to kiss the scepter to recognize that he's king. And, And I think this is the harder thing to accept especially for any person, I think in any generation, is not Jesus as savior. Like I love the idea that Jesus came to save, but Jesus as king, because the implication there for my life, the first implication is that I'm not king, right? 
And that's where I think there's a lot of resistance to this kingship of Jesus, that he's king. Uh, that's a that's a tough thing, a tough pill to swallow, especially I think for Americans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, as you were talking, uh, and when I asked that question, do you think people are uh, are still trying to kill Jesus Christ, more or less like Caiaphas and his henchmen? Um, I thought, how can you understand Jesus Christ at all? if you have not allowed the Holy Spirit to enter your heart. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a question as much as that's a comment, but it's also a question because my misunderstanding, my lack of understanding of who Jesus was included times that I was in church. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, a, I was, I would say Christian literalist. Mm-hmm. Um, the Christian institution, the institution of the church to me was just another institution like the college I went to or the schools I went to or the community I live in or the clubs and all the other things that are institutional in nature, but they don't have this element of the Holy Spirit. These are things that come and go in, in life, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit is in the world and in order to say, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, mm-hmm. without the Holy Spirit, you really can't say that. Mm-hmm. You can mouth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pretend. But the authenticity of what you're saying or is, is just not there. Mm-hmm. 